1: i funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me?
2: Tell me, tell me what's funny. For me, sir,
3: God damn it.
4: Brothers don't shake hands, brothers gotta hug we to the coast, we we'll get together, have a few laughs. you!
5: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked?
4: I'm so racist! Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head off. And the medic gets out and says, oh my
6: Yeah, I'm your huckleberry My
0: advice to you Is to start drinking heavily
4: Put that coffee Down This calls for the old Billy Barule That's a huge bitch
1: The royal penis is clean, your highness
4: Hey, where are the
1: white women at?
0: hey motherfucker it's over Johnny
4: it's over
5: what is going on, everybody? It is a Saturday night. <coughs> Excuse me. I am David Richardson. It is good to see everyone here on Hollywood Hangout. Um, gonna be doing something pretty fun tonight. Something, uh, something I really enjoy. If you uh, have ever listened to anything or any show I've ever done, um, I love talk radio. And I think everybody knows that this is kind of what podcasting is. It is talk radio, basically, um, is exactly what what this is. So I'm going to talk some great talk radio shows, morning radio shows, um, obviously going back to the 90s, because back in the 90s, you had some really great radio shows and. Um, just the prank calls, the, 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 bits they were trying to outdo each other. You had Howard Stern, you had Opie and Anthony, you had your local morning radio shows that you listened to when you drove to work. They were funny. Now they're all commercialized. They all do the same bits. They're all literally they'll, they get like bits in them in an email and they got to play them. They got to talk about them. Uh, Talk radio is not the same morning, morning drive radio is, uh, is definitely not the same anymore, but I always have been a big fan of, uh, just sort of talk radio in general, whatever I all, I mean, just pretty much almost any kind of talk radio. I'll even listen to news radio. That was a great show, by the way. Um, but I'm going to get into a few different kind of shows. Um, because like I said, I listen to a lot of different kind of shows. Um, so I'll get into a few different kind of shows. We'll talk about them all. I'll play some clips from a few of them. Um, I've got one clip that I always thought was one of the funniest clips ever in in radio history. And, um... I don't even remember who it was, whose show it was on, but that will get played. But um, like I said, I've got some clips to play. But I uh, definitely, definitely have been wanting to do this one. Uh, one night, actually, me and Smark, who may join me, I've got Skype loaded up if he wants to join. Um, one night we were just talking about talk radio shows, and I'm like, you know what, man? Let's let's hold off on this conversation. This could be like a this could be like a whole Hollywood Hangout show. Which I'm doing right now. Like I said, Smart may join. I know he was doing some stuff with his family today. So I'm not sure if he'll join. If he does, great. Otherwise, I've got plenty of uh, talk shows to get into um, that I used to uh, listen to. Some I still listen to. Some are not around to listen to anymore. Um, Actually, a lot of the great shows are not around anymore. Um, even Howard Stern, who is still around, isn't the same Howard Stern as he used to be. You just uh, you, the 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 shock jocks are gone. There they are no more. You can't do the prank calls you used to do. They all have to be set up now, and and they all sound set up. But let's let's be honest here. So, um, but uh, I guess let's just go ahead and get right into it. Talk a few of these radio shows that uh, I used to listen to. I mean, obviously, there have been a lot of great, you know, shock jocks out there. I mentioned, you know, uh, Howard Stern, Opie and Anthony, shock jocks, uh, both of them. You know, people would even say Bubba the Love Sponge was a uh, shock jock. Wolfman Jack, that's right, Wolfman Jack. People even say he was sort of one. Um and there's a lot more out there. Uh, Rush Limbaugh was supposedly, you could even call him a shock jock. Now, I'm not going to lie. He was one that my dad did. He used to listen to him um, back in the day. Uh, Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh was always a pretty pretty huge in the radio uh, industry. But he was one that definitely uh, my dad would turn on in the car and I would listen to him. You know, it didn't really at the time I didn't really care what he was talking about, what he was saying. Um, Rush Limbaugh was just, I I, I didn't care about politics. I didn't know about politics back in, back that time. I just didn't give a shit. Uh, He was just a talking head, like a lot of them were. Um, You know, those news talk guys. Then, mm -hmm, my, my dad started listening to this talk show host, In Miami, uh, while we were living down in Florida, and his name was Neil Rogers. Uh, Neil Rogers was, uh, he was on an AM station down there. I forget. I think it was 570, 560. It was 560, WQAM. It was 560. And he had been doing this show since the 70s. He passed away in uh, 2010, Um, but he was a huge name. Down in the Florida area, and he was hilarious i really he was risky he was funny he was a like I said his name was Neil rogers he was uh, an elderly gentleman when I started listening to him. He was just a angry older elderly he was a gay man and he was hilarious um i gotta i do have some clips here. Some are a little short. I'm going to play a couple short clips for you guys because I don't really want to start playing any long clips, obviously. Um, But I'll play a little bit of Neil Rogers for you guys. I've got two little clips here we can play. Um Uh, Here's a call from 1998, and you'll understand why it was from 1998 when I play it. And some of the language that's used, you'll be like, yeah, that could probably only be done in 1998 and was done back in 1998. But uh, give me a sec. Let me rewind this bad boy. And uh, let's go ahead and play the first clip right now. Let's do this.
6: Here's uh, Hialeah. Hello.
2: Hello. Yes, sir. Well, I'm the president of Catholic United for Life, and I don't know why you have a big deal over the Pope. He does many great things. And you're the
6: president of what?
2: I'm the president of Catholic United for Life. What is that? We're a pro-life organization. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know why you're making a big deal over the Pope.
6: Because that's my opinion. What do you mean? I'm making a big deal. It seems to me the media is making a big deal. Everywhere you look, we see the Pope.
2: But he's doing great things. Like what? He goes, he went to his own country, and he, 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 he went to his own country, and he, um,
6: his own country is Cuba.
2: No, no, he didn't went to Cuba, but he went to his own country in, in Poland. Yeah. first, And he, um, he crushed communism over there. He, he crushed, crushed it
6: with his fist.
2: No, yes. with the word of God. Yeah. Okay. And if you, just because you don't, you have a problem of of, of, of priests and, and the pope, and you criticize them. You know, if you think you could do better, you know, then do it.
6: Then do what?
2: Huh? If you think you could do better, well, the then, pope?
6: then elect then elect me pope, and I'll guarantee you I'll do a lot better. Oh uh, yeah. You have to be, you know. You have to, you know. You have to be what? You have to be a yeah, You qualify? Qualifying. Yeah, I'm, that's right. I qualify. I'm a fag. That put that gives me a leg up, so to speak.
2: No, you can't. You have. You, there's no fags in in the church.
6: There's. Oh my God! Wait a minute. I want you to get. Do we have a bullet? I wish we had a bulletin <laughs> sound. There's no fags in the Catholic Church. No. Okay. Thank no. you so much. I'm Bye-bye. so relieved. I feel so much better now. Oh, there there he went. There's no fags in the... I thought he was going to have a stroke. I thought he was going to start stroking, and he was so excited. There's no fags in the church. That was it. He couldn't handle that. He ran. He ran. I bet you he's rubbing his rosary beads and whatever else he can get his hands on right now. That was beautiful. He's the head of what? Woo! There's no fags in the church. How's or Brian Walsh doing, by the way? How's he doing? Well, they don't call them that in the Catholic Church. What do they call them? Alternative Furies? Lifestylers. Yeah, Alternative Lifestylers, my ass. Well, not my ass. Maybe your Yeah, me. not mine.
5: ho! Oh, what a thought. Those gnarled up old priests. Like I said. <laughs> All right. So, again, 1998. You can see it was a risky little show. And he was, a, like I said, he was a, a very risque sort of uh, guy. Loved doing I oh, love doing this, and obviously, like I said, it was hilarious watching him and listening to him. Um, I never watched him. Actually, we did go watch him once. Uh, my dad brought me down there. Um, but he had it was Neil Rogers and his producer uh, Boca Brian, who lived in Boca in in Boca Raton, obviously. But um, it was just these two guys, and uh, I got one more bit here. I'll play from him. Give me a second. Let me just make sure there's no ads or anything. There's not any ads. This was a a call from a bridge tender in Miami. Uh, this is actually one of his more famous phone calls, Neil Rogers. But again, this was kind of one of the first kind of of its kind shows that I remember listening to that was, I mean, the language and everything on the radio and it was just, it was very risky. It was a very risky show. So here we go. Let's play this second one. I
3: wanted to, I wanted to talk to you about uh, hey. bridges. About cars what? Cars and boats that you talked about earlier. About what? Bridges, cars, and boats.
1: Now we're talking about bridges over, over the uh, causeway, not the ones in your mouth.
3: I don't have any, my friend. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Well, calm down, sir. Course, Take a deep breath. Those are regulated by the United Corps of Engineers. Mm-hmm. You knew that, didn't you? No. Well, it is all bridges over navigable waterways see, if are I, regulated.
1: If I knew by... that, I wouldn't have been asking. See? What's that? I said if I knew the answer to the question, I wouldn't have asked it in the first place.
3: Okay. Well, all I'm saying, sir, is that the United States Corps of Engineers are the ones that regulate bridges over navigable waterways. Over oh, what? Navigable waterway yes sir okay okay yeah so it's up to them to decide what time yeah. the bridges should not be open to the marine traffic
1: yes and what time should they not be open to marine traffic sir I'm telling you that they come up with the times well what what is the time I believe
3: it's at rush hour times sir. That they are not
1: open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine traffic. So in other words, any schlep with a boat can come along and back up traffic for that two months. That is
3: miles. absolutely correct,
1: sir. Well, what kind of a communist bunch of crap is that? That
3: is not a communist bunch of crap,
1: sir. <laughs> Sounds like you some kind of friends, Neanderthal of fascist Tommy pinko uh, you've conspiracy to me. you got
3: 5,000 automobiles
1: to one boat. Right, exactly.
3: So the boat is going to stop for 5,000 cars?
1: Is that it? No, I think that 50,000 cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do.
3: Man, you better know your laws, mister, because you sure don't.
1: That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed. To boat traffic and a hurricane too, I that? want the bridges closed. Period. Okay. I want them closed. I want the bridge tender to go home and watch uh, MTV and get the hell out of our lives. In other words, you I want, want watch those boat, bridges closed. Let them use the Julia Tuttle. Okay. You don't, Let him use uh, you the MacArthur Causeway. I think they all ought to go on a George Washington Bridge and jump. All the bridge tenders. How do you like that, sir? Well, I don't know about you, but
3: you sound like some stupid
5: idiotic <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So there you go. Now, again, this is the callers that this guy used to get. Florida's always been a crazy place, folks. I I don't know if you know that. But um, this is the callers that Neil Rogers used to get. Now, if you are interested in listening to more Neil Rogers, you can go on YouTube. I think there's even a bunch of his shows uploaded on SoundCloud. But YouTube has a bunch of his actual old shows. I mean, back from 1989. I got a 1997 show here, you know, a couple hours um, but those were just two of the funnier clips, uh, of Neil Rogers. And he's just always, always was just a really good, really funny talk show. And like I said, my dad would pop mine in the car. I'd, he'd be laughing his ass off and I, I thought it was pretty funny too. I really did. I, I thought it was pretty funny, but, um, so that was one of the shows I listened to one of back in those days, Now, we go to another guy who was on that same radio station, uh, 560. And we're going to talk about someone who's actually done even some TV stuff, actually. Uh, Phil Hendry. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Phil Hendry, but Phil Hendry, uh, if you ever watch the TV show, The Unit, he actually plays a radio station manager, uh, I think starting in season two of that show. Uh, So that's a great show. It's on Hulu. You can check it out. Um, It's really, really a good show. But Phil Hendry is a little different. He does voices over the phone. And basically the guy talks to himself is what he does. (laughs) But see, you know that now. But back in these days before YouTube, before all this stuff, no one knew it was him talking to himself. No one knew it was him doing the other voices on his show. So it really got kind of crazy on his show. Um, but I let me tell you a little story about Phil Hendry. Me and my dad driving down to Miami one day for a, uh, an appointment in the afternoon. We had to go down to Miami. And we're driving down. We're listening to Phil Hendry. And he's saying where he is on the highway. And we hear that. I mean, we are like right behind him on the highway. I'm like, holy shit. They're doing the, it's a, he's doing a mobile show. He's in the van doing the show. So he's, we hear like, I'm like, holy shit. We're right behind him. Next thing you know, we are right behind him. Uh, so we put the window down. We're in my little, For- I have a little blue Ford Ranger at the time. I'm going mean, to wear a little t- blue two-seater Ford Ranger pickup truck. And we're trying to flag him down, letting him know we're listening. Out the window comes a hand with a Phil Hendry 560 AM, <laughs> basically like a little bandana in it. We're doing 65 miles an hour down I-95 in Miami and they are handing me a bandana out of a van. It it was one of the craziest moments. I don't know if I still have the bandana, but I did I do have something signed by Phil Hendry. I was on back when I actually used to go on Twitter. I was on Twitter one day. And uh, Obviously, I'm pretty good with movie quotes. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but uh, he puts out this movie quote and it was, um, are you sure you want $300 worth? And the next line was every penny's worth. Well, that line is from Dirty Harry. I don't know if anyone knows that line, but that line is from Dirty Harry with a guy. He pays a guy 300 bucks to beat him up in order to frame Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry. I answered it correctly first. He sent me a CD of his that I have in my car. He signed the case and I still have it. So I've actually had a couple little interactions with uh, Phil Hendry. I actually told him that story on Twitter and he's like, holy shit, I remember you. <laughs> he's like, I remember that day. I don't remember you specifically, but I remember that day holding the bandana out the van on 95. He said, I do remember that day. So, like I said, I had a couple in of interactions with this guy, but very talented. But like I said, he literally does that. He talks to himself. I'm going to give you a little example right now. Go ahead and play a little clip. Uh, this clip was from seven years ago, from 2015. But um, let's go ahead and roll it anyway. Just, It's a very good idea. Now, when you hear a voice on the phone, it's still him talking. Just remember that. Everything you hear is Phil Hendry talking. And no, I'm not saying his name wrong. There's an ad. Give me one second here. Actually, three, two, one second. Here we go.
7: Yeah, okay, man. Thank you very much. Um, So Bobby and Steve Dooley on the line with us here on the world-famous Phil Hendry Show and uh, the big, big Homeowners Association meeting, Bobby you want to tell us all about it? Well, uh, we do, Phil. First of all, our hearts go out to um, everyone affected by a lot of the news stories that we've been hearing about and the different things. Um, I don't want to be specific, but I did hear you talking about um, the, con- the, con- the confid- confidati or... Yeah, about the confederate flag. The confederate flag. Yeah, the confederate flag. Okay, Phil. You Confederate flag I know it is, Phil. Well, no, you don't because you were, you were not pronouncing it. Who is that? It's Margaret. Oh my God! I thought I was doing an interview on the Phil Henry Show. Uh, you, you are, Bobby. Please, Margaret. Just so tell us about what's happening over Western Estates. What are some of the? Excuse me. What are some of the changes? Well, we've had some significant changes, Phil. And first of all, I want I want everyone to know that our summer tacular is coming up, Steve. Yep, the summer is coming up, Ben. Official song of the summer tacular. Wouldn't it be nice to be together? Oh, that's a lovely song. Yes, it's the. Be-
5: Okay, Uh, once again, i just going to play a little more. I just want everyone to remember, every voice is one person. Do you know the focus it takes to do what he's doing? He's doing two voices on the phone. He's doing one voice on the side of the microphone, which is Margaret. That's him doing Margaret. He's doing his own voice, and he's also doing Steve on the phone. This is such focus that he doesn't screw up, and he's been doing this for a very long time. But uh, I'll play a little more, but I'll tell you, it is hilarious that people just didn't know that it was him talking to himself. It's great. Here's a little more.
7: Beach Boys, wouldn't it be great? Uh, oh, it's what it's called Wouldn't It Be Nice? I'm sorry, wouldn't it be nice wouldn't it? Well, Bargit, you sing so lovely. Yes, wouldn't it be nice if you were there and I was too? You know, the song has lyrics, right? I'm doing improvisational lyrics. Yeah, she does improvisational. Well, anyway. What, what is that? I, I don't know. Is that a siren? Let I me mean, look out. Ah, That's a siren. you got to get going here. Okay, I I, I just... uh, Well, if you need to take... What are you doing? I gotta get out of here. Steve's got warrants. I got warrants, man. Ah! Slow down, Bobby, and pull over. Bobby, pull over. I can't. I can't. I can't risk it. Steve's got
5: warrants, and he's on parole. Steve's got warrants. They're getting pulled over, everybody. Steve's got warrants. They can't risk it. Poor Steve. Oh, poor Steve has warrants. Oh, folks. Anyway, um, this was just another great show that I used to listen to. And like I said, it was always hilarious when people didn't get it. They would call screaming at this guy. And I mean screaming at this guy like you have never heard before. And, you know, most people are laughing because we we all, I mean, if you were in on the joke, you knew it was him doing all these voices, all these, but it's it, it's great. It was great, and especially back then when, you know, back in the day where there wasn't a YouTube and people didn't have, uh, you couldn't watch him do some of this stuff. But the guy, in my opinion, is incredibly talented. Um, you could actually go right on YouTube, go to the Phil Hendry show. And he's actually got his own podcast, his own uh, YouTube show that you can, uh, go just listen to. And again, very talented guy, especially when it comes to doing the radio stuff. I was always a huge fan of this guy right here. So always love me some Phil Hendry. Go check him out. Um, another show I used to, excuse me, used to listen to. I don't really have any clips for it. All the clips were very long, and I didn't really want to play them. But I also used to listen to, on the AM station, they also had this show that would come on late nights, very late nights. Jason Ellis. Uh, he was an Australian radio host, and he was, a, he, he was a a former professional skateboarder, a auto racer. He's a singer. Done a lot of stuff, but... He was another one that was kind of like, he was sort of like the Howard Stern of, well, I mean, he's a big tattooed dude who kind of did some, I think he did some MMA and stuff too, but, um, he, he's just, it was, I wouldn't say he's the Howard Stern. He was kind of, I guess he was sort of the Howard Stern. He was kind of the, the shock jock over there, um, but it was very good, very funny. So Jason Ellis was one, another show that uh, I used to listen to all the time. And I think even he has a... I think you can actually find his show over there uh, on the internet, too. Just go ahead and check him out, Jason Ellis. Um, but he's very funny. He was very funny. I used, to, I used to actually listen to his show a good amount back in those days. But uh, Jason Ellis was another one I used to listen to. Um and, you know, that kind of brought me into some more shows. I don't know if anyone knows this guy. Another show I used to listen to that was um, over there was a guy named Tom Lycus. I don't know if anyone remembers Tom Lycus. I'm not even sure what he's doing right now. Uh, I, I, I know the guy's kind of an asshole. I know he's been in a lot of little controversies with him. Uh, he revealed the name of the rape victim in the Kobe Bryant case before it was revealed to anybody. The guy's kind of an asshole and always was, but I seem to listen to him later. Um, not well, I guess it kind of was during these times, but the guy's just sort of a, was always a douche, which those radio personalities always kind of were. But he would just kind of, you know, he'd go out there and tell people, Oh, you know, you you, you guys don't want to get married too early, blah blah blah. Yeah, he was on his fourth marriage, yeah, good, good, good idea. Um, but the guy. I listened to him anyway back in those days He was just kind of one of those guys But um, That kind of got me Into listening to All this kind of got me into listening to A radio station down in Florida That at the time was real radio It was 94.3 It was real radio WZZR I started listening because of these Two guys uh, That I really liked. Uh, It was Glenn. um, I forget the guy's name. Glenn and uh, Dr. Glenn. And what was the other guy's fucking name? Dr. Rich. Dr. Rich and Dr. Glenn. It's... It was a good show. They were not actually Love Doctors. What this show was, was, and what real radio was, it was caller-driven talk radio. Change the topic if you want. Do what you want to do. But that is pretty much what it was. It was caller-driven. It was talk radio. The Love Docs were one of the originals I started listening to on this station, and they were on for like four hours from like 10 to 2. So I listened to them a lot. Now the morning show on that was a show out of Jacksonville called Lex and Terry. I don't know if anyone ever heard Lex and Terry. They were syndicated, you, you, pretty much in a lot of places. So you know they were out there. Uh, I think they're actually still they're actually still around right now, from what I can see. Um, but I listened to a little bit of them, and but I. I was up usually in the morning and always had this station turned on anyway. So I listened to Lex and Terry in the morning until 10. Then I used to get into the love docs. Like I said, it was Dr. Rich and Dr. Glenn, and it was a really good show. I really liked it. Like I said, it was caller driven. So if someone didn't like what was happening, they could just, you know, call and change the subject. Um, But Lex and Terry was a show on there Love Doctors was a show on there. After Love Doctors, it was a guy named Josh Cohen. And he was with a girl named Lexus. And after that, it was Dano, who is still on that radio station somewhere. Now it's 92.1. Tried to listen to it a little bit back when I was in Florida. And it didn't really have, doesn't have the same ring that it used to. Um, I'll Tell you what, I've got a little little clip of the love doctors here um i'll play a little bit of it this is 7 minutes long so i'm not going to play it all give me 1 minute let me get over here make sure there's no ads which there is and we'll play a little bit of the love doctors here show you guys a little bit of what what, what it used to be like favorite caller Well, you
0: can't pick just one. I mean, there's just too many. There's Butch and Stan and Jeff, Dominic, Cheryl, the blind dude, Lucky. Hey, it's me, Bob. The Reverend Vince Lewis. I mean, the list goes on. You just you just can't pick one. They're all our favorites.
8: Hey, TJ. Huh? Have you ever heard a woman moan before?
4: Oh yeah, yeah,
8: (laughs) definitely.
4: He's married, Doc. That doesn't mean a damn thing.
8: (laughs) 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 Is your wife a moaner? Yeah, then you're embarrassing him now. Huh?
4: Sometimes.
8: All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah? Of all the thousands of women you've had, <laughs> who was the best moaner?
4: Okay, when I was 13 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had yeah. a 16-year-old. We lived in of garden in the apartments. And, yeah. And right down the... Street was a football and baseball field. Yeah. And I uh, did it about three o'clock in the afternoon with this girl. Yeah. Uh, behind the place where they sell hot dogs, concession stand.
8: Yeah. Behind the concession stand. Yeah,
4: at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Nobody was around.
8: What was her name, T.J.? What was her first name?
4: Uh. Turkey. What? Turkeena. Turkina? No. <laughs> Turkey. What? Turqu- what? what? Turqu- uh, Jerke <laughs> Jerky. Jerky <laughs> <laughs>
8: You did a girl named Jerky? No. Well what was her name, TJ?
4: It's start with a T R A some.
8: Tracy. Mm. Do you remember this girl? No. Was there anybody else there besides you, TJ? Or were you just out there behind the concession
3: stand by yourself? All
5: right, so I think you can see it was kind of like most of the other radio shows out there. And that was Rich and Glenn, Dr. Rich and Dr. Glenn. And um, TJ was a regular caller. TJ was called up I mean I remember TJ TJ was a very regular caller called every day to this show um but this was a good show that I really I, I mean this not this show but this station is really what got me into listening to talk radio almost almost exclusively listening to talk radio was 94.3 real radio uh they had a lot of listeners that used to call. Their listeners what actually; a couple of them actually got shows. One of them was called the Greek. He still has a show on the on this, on the newer uh, station. Um, just it, it it was just a really great radio station. But we had Lex and Terry on there. You had them, like I said, you had Dano and a few other guys. But the other morning show that used to get a lot of listens was the rock station down there um which i believe was 94.3 no i'm sorry 97.1 one, uh no 979 sorry is what it was and it was Paul and Young Ron that was the two guys that were on that show it was Paul and Young Ron um Ron Brewer was the one one guy's name uh Paul Castronovo was the other guy's name it was an interesting show, to say the least. Uh, it was pretty good. It's, it's. I think they're actually still on the friggin' air, believe it or not. Um, but it's, uh, it's not a. It was a pretty popular show that pretty much was one of the only things to listen to. Uh, Aries Spears had a very big argument with these guys live on air Which I can't even play It was very long And uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing Um, I'm not really going to play any clips of this show But Paul and Young Ron uh, definitely were very popular Down in the South Florida area But after all these shows and 94.3 ZZR and all that stuff I got, um, I was working at a wire and cable company and I started talking to the, we had a new girl start there. I completely forget her name, but her mother worked at XM and she said she had a great deal on XM and went ahead and got it for me. So I went ahead and got the XM now. I at the time Howard Stern was on serious. Let's start, you know what? Let's 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 get into Howard because Howard was obviously I mean, let's face it, he was a pioneer of this thing, these morning radio shows. Howard Stern, you know, him and Robin Givens and his whole cast of characters with Stuttering John back then and all those. All, you know, that whole, all those and, you know, Baba Booey and all those guys. You know, he's pretty, he was pretty much one of the main guys. And I mean, let's face it. I mean, the guy had had a movie about himself. The guy has had awards. He's not like he used to be. He's not as funny. Like I said, not as edgy, not all his fault. You just can't do edgy like you used to be able to do edgy. Anymore, It's just not something that people care about, not something that people want to see anymore. And plain and simple, someone's going to get offended. Someone's going to be offended by this. Someone's going to be offended by that. Not really worth being this big-time shock jock anymore. But, I mean, Howard Stern is definitely one of the, you know, if not the biggest, you know, radio show shock jocks around um but he did you know he had a pretty pretty good cast of characters around with him uh you know the 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 comic uh jackie and all the uh, fred norris and all those guys he really had a lot of characters around him that helped him just become even more popular but um Howard Stern, you know, and now Artie Lang is, I believe, back with him, I think. I know Artie's still going through some tough times. But um, I definitely, definitely know Howard Stern was really one of the greatest out there uh, at the time for many reasons. And, I mean, he was just around so goddamn long. He's, I mean, still around. He's getting bazillions for doing his show, like, what, three, three, two or three times a week now? But, I mean, just kind, of kind of the way it goes. But he was definitely... I didn't listen to him a lot again. He was on Sirius. But Opie and Anthony, I definitely listened to a lot of Opie and Anthony. I listened to... These guys were... A huge part of my 20s. I'm not going to lie. My late 20s. Hilarious. Uh, Together, these two guys. Uh, If you don't know what happened, uh, why they kind of broke up, Anthony was out on the street. He was kind of accosted by some lady. And he got turned in. And they fired him for it. So it was a crazy time. No one could believe that they actually fired the guy, but they did. They did. They fired him. So it was, um, once Anthony was gone, it was really not the same show. It was kind of Opie and and Jim Norton, and then it just, uh, Opie left, and it was Jim and Sam. It's just, it was never the same show again. Uh, after Anthony left. so, But it was a great show. I mean, these guys had things like Super Bowl. Yes, they had a challenge called Super Bowl. Um It was guys, the, the main event was guys getting their balls stung. Uh, screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it for you. Let's see what we got here.
4: This is just open it up and uh, get it done with. Like, down, this is know. the ultimate challenge. This is why we're all here today. Oh, oh, oh. oh shit! Ah! All right, they're right, right,
8: right. in. Right, they're in. All right. Do you feel anything crawling on your sack yet? I don't know. I don't know.
2: Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't know. Oh Holy shit, dude! Are they on? You? They're tickling my bag. Are all <laughs> on your bag? Yeah. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. They're yeah. on
4: his bag. There's bees. Oh my god, there's bees on his bar. Oh yes. I think I just got.
8: Got stung. Did you get stung? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel, uh, swelling. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, flying around a little. I think what's licking my balls. <laughs> licking.
0: Licking. Oh, there we go. <laughs> a bunch of just out.
8: What are they
0: doing? The oh. oh, my God. Dude, this is fucking... This is crazy. Alright, now we're ready for the balls.
8: Oh, yeah. Hurry They're up! Not. They're rolling. Look
0: They're, 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 They're coming right up. <laughs> 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 oh, the apparatus. <laughs> the feeling of the bee on my ball, like walking around, is just fucking. Okay,
5: so explain, like, literally, wasps. these guys have like a banana-like contraption. They have wasps in the contraption on their balls. And this was Super Bowl. Now, this was the ultimate challenge. They had to do a few things before this uh, little Super Bowl challenge. But uh, this was some of the uh, stuff that Opie and Anthony did. Now, these guys had gotten kicked off the air in Boston at one point. Um, They, I mean, I guess the old version of live streaming, they aired live on air, a couple having anal sex, in a church, yes, they used to actually f- th- have couples have sex in odd places and air it live all the time. This couple did that in a church, got caught, got caught on the air, and was thrown. They were thrown off the air for that. In Boston, um, they had been thrown off the air in New York for some other bullshit they had pulled. Opie and Anthony had been thrown off the air a lot. They were very, I mean, you want to talk about a risque show. These guys were above and beyond risque for that uh, for that show. But I listened to a ton of Opie and Anthony. I would listen to them in the morning, and then I would listen to Ron and Fez. We'll get into Ron and Fez in a few minutes here. I would listen to Ron and Fez, and then uh, there was another show after that, and then I would listen to the replay of Opie and Anthony at night. while usually while I was playing poker online is what I would do. Uh, I would just listen to them while I was just losing at poker. But they have, you know, I mean, Opie and Anthony is where where I found Patrice O'Neal. They they had given him a show at night on that station they were on. Um, It was the Opie and Anthony XM Sirius. You know it was their station, and it was great. It was a great show with Patrice O'Neill. Jim Norton had uh, got his own show on there for a while. Um, Anthony does have his own show, as does Opie. Opie Radio. Uh, You can follow Opie Radio on YouTube and Facebook and. Anthony has a ha, is credited with one of the first. Him and Adam Carolla have one of the first paid subscription podcasts out there. Uh, Anthony's was a long time ago. He started doing the subscription only. I mean, Adam Carolla was the kind of the OG of uh, when he got kicked off the air. He did the subscription thing, which is why Adam Carolla is called the Pod Father. The original and one and only Podfather Adam Carolla. Um, that's why they call him that because he was the first one to actually start making money off of doing it. Um, a lot of money got sponsors and everything. So, but Opie and Anthony, I would love to play some more of their clips. Or just let me see if I can find some short clips. Hold on a second here. Let me do the old under four minute button and see what I can filter out here. Uh, let's see, we've got that. We've got uh, Colin Quinn, worst, fo- worst Phone Call. Um, <laughs> Jim's Awful Song. We'll find one to play here. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Here's just a clip. This is Jim Norton, Opie, Anthony, just some f- them having a fun time. I hate
6: the song. I just don't la, like la, when he goes la, la. in the la 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 la.
0: We're on the la la, no. Yes, not in the or on the la la is not a thing. I
5: don't
6: like it. It's just creepy too. It's a creepy fucking song. It's, well, it doesn't.
4: It, yeah, f- feeling pretty good. La la la. la. I've been up here looking at the water. La 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 la. Threw in the body of the hooker. La 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 la.
0: It's creepy. It,
4: it's not creepy.
0: Oh, it, it paints a nice picture. Sleeves. It paints a nice picture. <laughs> Stop it. You do like sleeves? Sleeves sucks. He does. Sucks suck. a big fat dick. What did he ever do to you? Hate his music. He's fucking la, la, affected la, me la, with his music. La, la, That's la, a st- he assaulted me with his
6: music. Hey, how, how is that an assault? Because now one? it's stuck in my head and I hate it so, so that much that, means it's that, a that good I'm song. annoyed. He annoyed la, me. La, Put your own la, fun la, words la. to
0: it. You know,
6: neighborhood with Jews,
0: la
6: la with my giant Christmas decorations, la right, look, we got a lot of people here. Cube, hanging up symbols of a la-la-la-la. Exactly. I hate seeing them in the neighborhood walking around, some la 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 uh Poor Ellen, that's what you get for marrying a la-la-la-la. I looked down my window, called the cops on the la-la-la-la.
4: Shouldn't it be in my neighborhood, there's no la 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 She's a la-la-lover. Let <laughs> me <laughs> Velcro on the ceiling when you la-la-la-la. <laughs> Sticking in front of the window and a la-la-la-la. An empty boat and a la-la-la-la. <laughs> Guy driving's the sheriff is a la-la-la-la. Will the defendant please la-la-la-la-la. <laughs> Guy with the keys is the warden in the la-la-la-la. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, so as you can see, they also drove pretty much every bit into the ground. That's uh, <laughs> kind of what they did. It's kind of what they did. They did that. There. That's kind of all they really did there now. Um, let's see what else I can do. I can do a little bit more here. Uh, I can play another one here. Two minutes, 23 seconds. There's says Opie and Anthony and Jim Norton as Chip Chipperson. Here we go, folks. Uh,
8: And Iraq's fat. Uh. (laughs) No one even said anything about
6: how (laughs) fat he is. I'm
4: sorry, I'm sorry. Iraq, I'm sorry. Yeah,
6: exactly. Put your Darth Vader helmet back on.
8: (laughs) And my friend uh, Kevin in the back there who did some shit in Iraq, man. Big time time shit, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And he's living in, uh, where are you now, Dubai or the other joint? I always get him confused. He's in Dubai, man. Oh, you live in Dubai? I do. What do you do there for, like, a living? Consulting. Uh Uh-oh. Did you go to that? he's, He's with the agency. Yeah. I think I think there's something else he's going with the on. agency his his job title has been very vague yeah, it's for consulting the last few years. yeah, I consult yes. on how to <laughs> k- split people's heads <laughs> open to give get information out of them
0: did you, did you go into that new tower in dubai? No, I'm gonna
8: give it like six months to see if it's gonna fall for Yeah, A good idea sure you don't know yeah. how they build those things i mean you you look at the uh the the people who actually build it and they're all you know from the subcontinent of uh uh, you know, India, oh, Pakistan, and they're okay. they're not trained in the particular uh, construction. yeah so engineering a little, is a little yeah odd. I mean it's held up uh, pretty well so far so we'll see what happens.
0: Well, there's problems already with the electricity and the elevators. They they've already yeah. had big problems. Yeah. yeah, tallest structure in the world.
8: <laughs> Dubai, yeah. I have moved to to that's so- what the fuck
0: are you talking about? <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I hope you're killed. <laughs> Fucking die in a car accident. <laughs> Dubai. She say good to goodbye or something. Like, you know, make it friendly.
6: <laughs> <laughs> just I never know where Chip's
7: gonna go.
0: Know,
6: it's unbelievable. Like <laughs> to spray
0: lights on your goddamn face. Oh, wow. Piece
8: of yeah. shit. Chip gets so angry Fucking when you, blind you tell one of his kind of his jokes. <laughs> who
0: knew Chip had such a temper? I know, Mind should... your business, two races. Oh, wow.
8: <laughs> so angry Jim, he must have had. He must have imbibed some alcohol or something. I don't drink. <laughs>
6: oh, really?
0: No. he. <laughs> who are you?
6: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chip. You got any Dubai? <laughs> oh, oh, Chip. You got any, any Dubai questions? What? No Dubai questions? You want to learn about Dubai it's today? D-
0: Dubai? If I want to ask you about the Dubai, I'll call the the producer. <laughs> <laughs> That's much too good for Chip. That was me. I fed Chip <laughs> one. Dubai. I want to go in that tower, though. I wanted to vacation in Dubai. I would never want to go to a... All
5: right. So there you go. little Chip. We even had a little bit of a uh, little Sam Roberts there in the background, if you guys heard. A little Sam back there um trying to see if there's any more good uh good clips to play let's see here oh what the hell one more opium anthony five hour energy mm. thank you i'm
0: tired as a motherfucker so let's get oh, this Jive talking you. jimmy Don't hmm. I, like no, no. oh, I like jive talking jimmy, I like
8: jive, talking I jimmy. Love... jive talking jimmy that's right <laughs>
0: That's
5: right. Okay, bill
8: that's burr tired in the background as a motherfucker.
6: yeah mm-hmm. why are you so tired why you sleep motherfucker? Jack <laughs> uh, talking, Jimmy. Got watch him. Yeah. Hey, there you go. By the way, we were talking about this yesterday. 108 suicides in 2007. Oh. Soldiers. Uh-huh. Soldiers. That's Ooh. terrible.
0: All right. <laughs> I want to hear more Jack talking, Jimmy. Who wouldn't. <laughs> so. Uh, Where you gonna know. be at this weekend, Jimmy? Jab talking to Jimmy. Stop trying to leave me, motherfucker! I know what I'm doing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking,
8: Jimmy's very angry. I'm
0: tired of motherfucker.
8: He's rarely a happy guy. Sometimes, though, I think he laughs about show. <laughs> <this. laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Going anywhere? What are you doing after the show? I mean,
0: minding my motherfucking business. That's what I'm doing.
8: <laughs> <laughs> like I guess I should.
0: I'm going to put my Jerry curl head down on a pillow. Take <laughs> a little <laughs> nap.
6: <laughs> yeah. Drive talking Jimmy. All right. We'll have more of uh <laughs> of drive talking
5: Jimmy tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to do a meeting now. We should All do right. it on the air. but All right, folks. So I'll be honest Jimmy. Jimmy kind of saved the show a little bit. If. If you listen to Opie and Anthony over the years, they kind of started getting sick of each other. You could kind of hear it. You could kind of tell. Jimmy sort of saved it by kind of breaking up the, I guess, the monotony of the show a little bit. But um, like I said, on that station after Opie and Anthony, Opie and Anthony, you can go on uh, online and listen to a lot of their old shows. Um, I think it's... Foundry music you can go on there and listen To a lot of their old shows Uh, But a lot of their stuff is online You can go listen to a lot of their old shows Which I've got a bunch on that I Pop in I have them on my phone I put them on every now and then they're great To listen to on that station I also listened to a show Called Ron and Fez um, Which was Comedian Ron Bennington Hilarious and Fez Watley. Uh, I loved this show. I thought it, t- some of these shows, some days were even funnier than Opie and Anthony. It was pretty much just these two guys. They did a few interviews here and there, but very few. Um, but uh, very few interviews they did, but it was really just them. Fez was this... Stereotypically gay character Very feminine Very Honestly kind of reminds me of my uncle Very feminine uh, Ron Bennington is kind of this Rough, tough New Yorker So the two of them had great Great chemistry together And it was a great show I always thought it was a great show It was very funny But uh, Ron and Fez was another one that I loved And I'm going to play a l- I think I've got a couple of clips here I can play Um Yeah, I've got a couple one-minute clips here of these guys I can play. Let's start with uh, this one right here, Crack Babies. Let's do this.
0: on BET. Join the fun with the Crack Babies. Well, I'm glad to be home where I can finally sit in my chair, read my crack hole magazine, and smoke my crack pipe. Wait a goddamn minute. Somebody's been sitting in my chair, and some son of a bitch has been reading my crack hole magazine, and some dead mother jumper has been smoking my crack pipe, and they're still there. Baby want to smoke some crack.
4: Baby love crack. Babies love crack so much. Mmm, crack good. Crack, crack. Crack, crack, crack. crack. Mmm, crack.
0: Those goddamn crack babies. The
4: crack babies tonight on BET. All
5: right, so they used to do a lot of bits like this. (laughs) A lot of bits like this. Um, See if we got any more Ron and Fez that we can find here. Uh, let's just do Ron and Fez. I'm going to take the best of part out of it. Let's see what we can find for Ron and Fez. A few filters here. Under four minutes. Let's see what else we can find for Ron and Fez. I had some pulled, but... I If I could find a Fez doing Ric Flair... Holy shit. Let me see. Fez, Ric Flair. Oh, Fez, Watley, Ric Flair. Tell me this is it. Okay, let's see if we get this here.
8: I'm so fat. Brendan, you're not fat.
5: All right, let's see this. Let's try this. It's a boy, and you have just made the
4: purchase of a lifetime. I don't care whether your family has to go without food, if your kids go to school without shoes, if your grandmother can't get that kidney she needs, if you spent your last dime on this tape, then you made the right choice. You're gonna get more chills than you got from the Tanya Harding honeymoon video, more thrills than the Rob Lowe sex video, and trust me, bottom line, you'll get more smiles than you got from the Rodney King beating video. Get ready to walk that aisle, fix yourself a mixed drink, and escape from your steak and ham and egg or lies for the next hour or so. And if you don't like it, you better learn to love it. It's run or run. Let the puppies freeze. And it is the best thing going today. Woo. Woo.
5: So there you go. That was Fez Wally doing Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Alright, we'll do one more One more And then we'll uh, Then we'll move on
0: Down. When I was a kid, I was like uh, Five or six, and we had a little dog I guess I was five years old And the dog was old and his uh, back He couldn't even get up anymore And my dad looks at me, he goes like this He goes, you know, that's been a good dog uh, For so many years for us But he ain't gonna make it anymore I want you to take this hammer and beat him to death <laughs> And um, I remember looking at him, and I go, w- you know, he's going to die. And my dad goes like this. You know what? Forget that. I don't want you to take care of the dog. Why don't you go put a fucking dress on and sit next to your sisters? And I yelled, no. And I just went over and started pounding the fucking dog in the head. And it was blood all over me. Yeah. Blood all over. And I'm yelling, are you satisfied? I'm just screaming. at him, right. Are you satisfied? And my dad looks at me, and he goes, Ronnie B., that's not even our dog. You just beat a <laughs> neighbor's fucking puppy to death. And I said to him, well, I guess I do feel the fool. And he and I split a beer. And that day, I knew, you know what I mean? I knew that I was in the right family.
5: Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even our dog. And then me and my dad split a beer. <laughs> If you guys ever wonder where my warped sense of humor comes from um if tonight hasn't been a little bit of a glimpse into that uh that craziness called my brain you might understand a little bit now why you might you might so uh oh boy all right <laughs> good stuff good fun stuff though so all right Ron and Fez, though, just an incredible show. Go look them up. Listen to some of their stuff because they are great. They really are. So I'll tell you the truth, folks. I don't have any more radio shows that I used to listen to. But I do have, and I said I was going to play this. This is a clip of one of the greatest radio bits I ever heard. It was a prank call, and I don't remember who it is. I can't remember the radio show it was on. It's only a minute and 23 seconds. It was a prank call to a lady, and she admits to cheating on her husband by a radio station with with his brother. Here we go.
8: Hello, Lois, this is Mike. I'm the personnel director here at your husband's work.
5: Oh, hi, how are
8: you? I'm fine, and how are you? Fine. Lois, are you sitting down? Yes. Well, I have some bad news.
3: What do you mean bad news? Bob's okay, isn't
8: he? Well, actually, that's why I called to talk to you. Uh, It's about Bob, and um, I know that he's been an employee here for a very long time, but I'm afraid we're going to have to let Bob go.
3: What do you mean? That's not very fair. He's been very loyal to you. Look,
8: I can understand you feeling that way. Feeling
3: but... that way? You don't understand. We just had a baby. No, I understand. I understand that. This is a very hard time to do this kind of a thing.
8: Yes, it is. But Bob has kind of forced our hand on this.
3: Uh, why are you firing him?
8: We caught him doing his secretary on his office desk. Oh, that son of a bitch! Look, I, I know you're upset. Upset.
3: Is not the word. That stupid rotten son of a bitch. I can't believe this.
8: He's on his way home right now and when he's gonna need your support. You f-
3: I'm gonna change the locks on the door. I'm throwing his s f- outside on the front lawn. He can just have it all. I am, I'm not even gonna be here when he gets back. And now now I don't feel so bad about f- his brother.
8: <laughs> Louis, Louis, Lewis, Casey and Ron. It's a joke. Your husband put us up. It's your birth. Happy, Happy birthday. <laughs>
5: Okay, so it was Casey and Ron. Hint, and it was a joke. I don't feel so bad about fucking his brother. <laughs> oh, man. Radio used to be great, folks. I don't know. Morning radio used to be amazing. Absolutely funny. You just can't do it anymore. Um, you just can't. You're going to offend somebody. You're going to get in trouble. It's just not what it used to be. But um, like I said, if you guys ever wondered where my Warped Sense of Humor comes from, it's all the talk radio I guess I used to listen to. And um, it's just, I've always loved listening to it. I've always been into talk radio. Obviously, it's why I do this. I have said before, I would love to just do a caller-driven or even, you know, chat. I mean, basically, we kind of do chat-driven. We do on Wednesdays, when the chat brings up a topic, we talk about it. So, But I've always loved talk radio, and it's pretty much mostly all I listen to. I don't listen to much music. If I listen to music, it's what you guys hear me listening to. Um, but I mostly listen to talk um Talk radio, but these shows really were what got me into doing and wanting to do and listening to and loving talk radio. So, um, I had a great time doing this, but I mean, like I said, and, and going down to Florida really kind of wanted me to do this show because you know everybody was asking me about the, the the podcast and this and that. And I'm actually gonna have, uh, there's a couple movies I talked to my friend, uh, my, my buddy Joe. About coming on and doing with me. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I got two movies I want him to come on and do. And they actually said they all want to just make a phone call one night. We might just all get together and do a Hollywood hangout with all of us, just me and a, a few of my friends, just talking shit about movies or whatever comes up. So that might be something that comes along. But uh, again, I had a great time in Florida. Didn't mean to not do this show last week, but I felt horrible when i came back uh we had my wife's surgery the next day we did that but saturday friday and saturday just it took me two like three days to recover from that fucking drive and it wasn't just the drive it was the fact that we got there and we were fucking balls to the wall the whole time we were there then the drive back by the time i got back i was just my body was dead dead So just couldn't do it But I'm glad I got to do this show Uh, Next week I'm planning on doing another Redux episode Probably jumping back on YouTube Going to make a decision on that Very soon But I'm thinking if I do a Redux episode It's going to be making The Grade The 1980s movie with Judd Nelson kind of want to redo that one on YouTube. Fun movie to do. So that's what it may be. If I change my mind, I'll let you know, obviously. But um, I think that's about it for me, folks. That's really all I got. Uh, Like I said, I expected to do this show with Smark, which is why I didn't have a ton of stuff pulled up here. But I also remembered he did have stuff to do with his family. He told me about it late yesterday. So that's probably what he's doing tonight. So... All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let everybody go. I know there's a, a, I I think the pay-per-view might might still even be on the, uh, Death Before Dishonor and, uh, I'll let everybody go and watch pay-per-views and enjoy their Saturday night and, uh, I will get this show put up. Thank you all very much for listening and, uh, been noticing a lot of more, a lot of likes on the Hollywood Hangout Facebook page. I appreciate that from everybody. Um, Check me out there. You guys can always go everywhere else. Going to have um, our own website for Hollywood Hangout and for Wrestling Outlet coming up in the next couple weeks. I've got uh, a little something going there, so I'm going to get those going and ready to go. So everything will be right there on our website. You won't have to go looking for the show. You can find it right there on the website, and um, that'll be the easiest way you guys can do all that. So, on that note, once again, thanks everybody. I appreciate it. Once again, join the Hollywood Hangout. I am David Richardson, and I will see you.